Most leaders are always thinking about how to best manage their people and businesses. The traditional way can be roughly described as a top-down hierarchy where the principal focus is profits. But in a new economy, this old inflexibility won't do it. Today, you need a new standard, a standard of management, revolutionary management. You see, revolutionary managers focus on consumer pleasure and the development of those consumers. And this episode is based on the seven principles that will get your team to focus on your customers. This is a step-by-step process on these principles. In abandoning the old fossilized approach of traditional management while adopting that revolutionary management. In this episode, I'm going to discuss the importance of a net promoter score. Self-organized teams that can induce diversity and innovation and why leading transparently is pivotal to revolutionary management. Hi, my name is Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. This podcast is designed to inspire you to write a new narrative, revolutionize the way we live, and create a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. You see, every business must strive to satisfy its clients and turn them into promoters. If you want to practice revolutionary management, start by asking an essential question. What am I trying to achieve? The answer and your guiding principle should be client satisfaction. If you keep customers satisfied, you will have a successful business and faithful customers who will provide consistent profits. And money can now be used to fund the development for maintaining that satisfaction. You should not only spark satisfaction in your clients, It should also be used to motivate and inspire your employees. Instead of working for a paycheck, workers should be recognizing the value of helping others and putting a smile on a customer's face. See, client satisfaction isn't just solving a customer's problem. It makes the lives of workers happier and more fulfilling. To measure client satisfaction, you got to reach out to purchasers directly and with those polls or surveys that will help you find out their willingness to endorse your products and services. Many businesses found a willingness to recommend is the best indicator of client satisfaction. And some businesses use surveys called a net promoter score. And this instrument works by asking customers to use a scale of zero to 10 to rate the possibility of recommending your product or service to others. See, a high score, like a nine or 10, 
shows that the client will be a promoter. A low score of zero to six implies they'll be a critic, someone who will chat negatively about your company by using a routine net promoter score. You can be sure you're as helpful as plausible by targeting your critics and putting energy into transforming them into promoters. But facilitating this transition is going to require that you know how to satisfy your customers, which we'll examine in the remainder of this episode. To solve the complex problem of satisfying clients, diverse, self-organized teams are necessary. So how can you be sure the customer is satisfied? Well, Unfortunately, there isn't a straightforward answer on this. There are steps to take to certify you're doing everything possible. The second principle of revolutionary management is using self-organizing teams. And satisfying your client is an excellent model of a complicated problem. Resolving such a problem includes the right kind of team and a collection of different people who can organize and be accountable for the work. Diversity means an assorted mix of people. You want people with expertise in varying studies and disciplines who won't approach the obstacle the same. A self-organized team will have no commanding leader whatsoever. Each person should be equally responsible for coming up with the complex problem or challenge at hand. A self-organizing team is like a broad board or committee. Uh, good panels are designed to represent the full spectrum with different ages, cultures, religions, and classes of people all present. These people are exposed to put their minds together and propose an answer to a puzzling problem. Diverse teams work better than like-minded ones because they tend to get stuck and unable to move forward. And when everyone has similar expertise and a similar background, well, when a specific problem stumps one person in a homogeneous group, it'll likely confuse everyone else. Tune in for the next episode. Subscribe to the True Success Podcast on Pocket Cast and follow us on LinkedIn. But the more diverse a team, the better the chance someone will know the answer to any question that may spring up. This is an important idea found in Scott E. Page's book, The Difference. There are plenty of examples of diverse self-organizing teams better at solving complex challenges than any group of like-minded people. With a client-driven emphasis, you'll satisfy both clients and employees. 
And no one wants to sell something customers don't want. But nevertheless, there's no lack of businesses that continue to get stuck with massive and costly inventories of unsold merchandise. The third principle of revolutionary management attempts to stay away by using client-driven emphasis. And when your business concentrates on client-driven emphasis, it offers some things that consumers want when they desire them. And with customer feedback and a trial and error strategy, you'll continuously improve the product or service through numerous iterations to make sure you're satisfying the client. This process ensures your clients will be satisfied and you won't be stuck with bins full of unusual, unusable products. Your company can obtain success by becoming more client-driven. You can't simply use your best guess to determine what customers want. This will leave you with no money and a whole lot of inventory. Focus on what clients want and sell before you developing the next thing while working through iterations. Clients can choose and select from various combinations to customize everything they want today. You have to make the proper modifications and get to work. This process has made companies efficient and very successful by allowing the client to determine what and when it should produce cost, which nosedive, and client satisfactions that rise. But this method doesn't satisfy clients. It also gives workers more fulfillment. In many businesses, workers are excluded from results and they don't see how their work aids the customer satisfaction. But client-driven emphasis allows workers to have a relationship with the customers from the beginning to the end. They see the connection between their work and the satisfied clients, making their role significantly more fulfilling. So produce a smooth workflow by constructing value every step of the way. And maybe, maybe you commute daily or maybe you've done that in the past because you're working from home now. You know how stressful it gets when traffic gets congested. And the same thing can occur at work. When you take on too much, you end up getting stuck. And as a result, your productivity and clients suffer. This is precisely what can happen in any organization. In a better system that doesn't get congested and jam up your workflows, follows our fourth principle of revolutionary management, and that is the deliver value to your clients every iteration. An excellent way to do this is to examine each step in your operation to find ways of constructing value, reducing time, increasing customer service, and making it more natural for people to conduct a transaction. And when you analyze the problem, it may become clear to you, you're trying to do too much. You might spread the work and the task more evenly throughout the day, the week or the months, reducing waiting time and the stress of your workers 
when they must cope with that. This saves you money, right? And avoids the need to hire extra people to deal with your traffic jams. Identify and discuss the problems by running a transparent company. Have you noticed that the traditional management sometimes focuses or refuses to admit a problem when it exists? The lack of truthfulness and transparency often puts it at odds with problem solving. And managers deny the difficulties to keep power and preserve the appearance that they're in control. But it means employees are not likely to report the issues when they, they populate. In a culture of avoidance, an organization is unlikely to solve any complex problem, such as the problem of ensuring that customers are happy. And to tackle these needs, to feel free to unabashedly and truthfully discuss, this requires pointing out problems and deciding how to solve them. And the fifth principle of revolutionary management is transparency. By being honest and transparent, problems can be identified and dealt with the moment that they appear. You must be continuously seeking improvement. What would you do if a worker was cheating customers, huh? What would you do? Would you stay silent? and not create a stir, or would you intervene? For a successful business, it's essential for management to create a culture where workers feel safe and comfortable enough to report issues. And as a result, it's harder for minor problems to grow into big, huge problems. It's easier for workers to be on the lookout for improvements. A problem in one area can spill over into another area. It's essential to recognize problems as opportunities to grow, which leads me to the sixth principle of revolutionary management, continuous self-improvement. You should focus on constantly improving and reaching a goal, which is a committed workforce. Workers should be urged to report problems they encounter and when they're found within this environment, they should feel enabled to come up with those solutions. This transparent and empowered environment is proven to spark or proven to lower cost and spark innovation and eventually bring about more client happiness. Organizations have been working with self-improvement systems for decades now, and it's the key to satisfying clients globally. It's part of the reason they keep their prices competitive, their quality high, and their difficulties at a minimum. And you can keep in motion all your duties and be an effective manager with interactive dialogue. If you're a manager, you felt overwhelmed at some point. We all have. Who can blame you? Managers are expected to balance three 
notable responsibilities at once. First, managers need to ensure everyone's getting appropriately compensated for their duties. Second, they need to accept and answer their workers' inevitable questions. And third, supervisors need to do all this, keeping people cheerful and motivated. This lands us on the seventh and last principle of revolutionary management, and that is interactive dialogue. To juggle responsibilities, managers need to be skilled communicators who are socially content and know how to react to various situations. And suppose a manager is only concerned with ensuring that employees are adequately compensated, right? In that case, the staff is bound to feel like there's nothing more than hired help. Suppose a manager is concerned with being authoritative. In that case, the workers will feel that they're being bossed around by some tyrant. To motivate workers to make sure they're putting in the kind of committed, fruitful work that will lead to client satisfaction, a revolutionary manager needs to be socially aware and give workers the attention that they need. Interactive two-way communication is about being respectful and authentic among you and your people. This will help you support a good balance of influence and motivation and successfully get you through those problematic salary discussions. Hey everyone, as one of our preferred listeners, your feedback is the utmost importance to the True Success Podcast. And I am constantly striving to provide that ideal experience for our listener. And your input helps us to define that experience. That being said, if you could just take a minute to repost a review online, I would so appreciate it and look forward to you listening to the show in the future. So check out this review by Ben Colloy, who said, Kirby is such a great human being, and you can't help but be inspired to do more in your own life when you're around him. Excited to see this resource finally get out there. Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate the comment and the review. Now that you understand the keys, it's time to put these steps into action. Soon, you'll see your customers satisfied going up and business will produce more fruit. The critical advice in this episode is that there is a different way to organize your company than the traditional old models most of us use. With these seven principles, Satisfying clients, self-organizing teams, client-driven emphasis, delivering right value to clients in each iteration, revolutionary transparency, endless self-improvement, and interactive dialogue, you can build a business that keeps innovating 
and satisfying workers and clients. So make sure your people work with purpose and passion. When establishing self-organizing teams, make sure they work for a purpose. Often workers don't feel motivated if they are moving towards a goal, like increasing productivity. You should share an enchanting purpose, a clarifying vision, and a purposeful mission, like making a difference in your target market's lives. And this will make the job far more captivate or far more captivating for them. Now it's up to you to put all this information into action. Please check out the links in the show notes, download a copy of the transcript, and support us by smashing that like button. Leave a comment or review on whichever platform you are listening to the show on. Now go out and carry this story forward. My name is Kirby Ingalls. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Honor your service to others and love the impact that you are creating. You've been listening to the True Success Podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you.